0: minasan konnichiwa hello everyone welcome to the anime tea the anime podcast that rants and raves over the best worst and everything in between in anime and animation hosted by your otaku friend phoenix so grab your tea and let's get into the show Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Anime Tea. Since we're moving right along from the best month of the year, Black History Month, right on into Women's History Month, I wanted to talk about some of my favorite um, and some of the best girls in anime. We're talking about an- talking about best girls um, in any genre. I mainly p- picked from slice of life and shonen for this week, please. So. Let's start off with Best Girl, Toru Honda from Fruits Basket. So okay, Fruits Basket deserves so much and I talked about, was that last episode I talked about the anime awards or was that two episodes ago? I'm losing track of time guys. Um, Anyway, whenever I talked about the anime awards, I think I said I was mostly happy with the winners and I was, but I forgot that Fruits Basket basically got no love from that series. Like what? <laughs> how did, how did Toru Honda not get nominated for best girl? I don't think she was on the nomination list for best girl. But Fruits, Fruits Basket was on the list for best drama. But of course that went out to Vinland Saga. So it's like, oh, I feel like it got overlooked. Like the reboot was so freaking good. Toru Honda is a great, great character. If you don't know Fruits Basket, basically about this girl. Um, she lost her mom, and she ends up living in the woods until she stumbles upon this family home that belongs to the Soma family, and they end up being... Um, each member of the family ends up being uh, a Zodiac animal. So whenever they hug the opposite gender, they become the Zodiac animal. Um, and she... Has to go, so she ends up living with them and having to navigate, um, like living with them, their relationships with each other, um, which are all over the place. Their family is a mess. Um, each of the characters is really has really, uh, vulnerable and like broken parts to them that need fixing. (laughs) There's a lot of trauma in the family in terms of like the family dynamics. There's this one character. Um, that's actually coming up in the next season that we finally get to see, like, fully fleshed out in this anime, which is great. We only really get to see him in the manga in terms of, like, all the craziness that he does. Um, but yeah, there's gonna be that guy who's basically the reason why the family is so fucked up. Um, we get to see her interact with him and trying to deal and, like, trying to confront not really, she doesn't really, she's not confrontational, she's just very sweet and honest, and she uses her life experiences to help the people around her, which is so great, like, she doesn't try super hard, she's not trying to help these people, like, on, like, purposely, I want to say, like, that's not her main... Thing. She's, it kind of just happens because she's just such a nice person. Um, she's been through a lot. She lost her mom. She lived literally in the street. So she knows the struggle um, and she knows what it's like to not be able to rely on other people and she knows about loneliness and she kind of takes all of that and helps to mend um, like the broken I want to say, not egos, but like, the broken characters in the family. And if we all had a Toru Hana in our lives, we'd probably be better people. I'm just saying. Next up is Haruka from Fully Kuli. So Haruka's kind of problematic. I'm going to start off with that. (laughs) She's, she's not, she does some problematic things. But her character is so eccentric and over the top. That that's why I wanted to add her to this list. So if you don't know Foolie Coolie, it's this ridiculous six episode anime that used to premiere on Adult that used to come on Adult Swim all the time. I watched it several times on Adult Swim when I was younger. Um but it's a really, really good anime. If you like just stuff that doesn't make sense but is fun to watch, Foolie Cooley is your show. Um and it has really good music as well. But basically this alien girl comes down to earth and she hits um, this kid, I think his name is Na- Nauta. Yeah, over the head with her guitar. And then from his head, a giant alien robot is born. Um, and I don't remember the rest of the plot. <laughs> Something about like saving the world because these other aliens come and they're trying, oh yeah, because they're trying to like wrinkle out, they're trying to iron out the wrinkles in the brain, which, make- which makes people able to think. So it's trying to like get rid of original thought i think so it's actually kind of deep there's some deep subtext to it but um it's also just so ridiculous to watch because so many crazy things happen anyway haruka is the main uh female protagonist of the show she comes she hits naoto with the guitar and she fucks up some aliens so it's really fun to watch she's super funny shout out to her her english voice actor because if you haven't heard the english like the english dub of feluculee which you have if you've seen it, like on *Tsunami* back in the day when I did. Um, like, it's really good. It's her voice is really iconic. It really sticks out. It's like this raspy, like, weird voice that is perfect for Haruka's character because she's so weird and over the top. Um, like, yeah. So yeah, she's super cute. She rides a Vespa. She plays base. She plays baseball. <laughs> She plays the guitar. She sometimes kisses young children on the mouth, which is the problematic part because I'm not okay with that. But I like her character. <laughs> Let's move on. Um, and I just realized I didn't add, I haven't started watching Keep Your Hands Off Aizouken, I- I- but I think I already love the main character for it because I know it's a young girl. They're like in junior high or, or high school. And they're all, and like the the main characters are all girls. I need to watch it really bad. I don't know why I haven't started it. I'm slacking like real bad. But um, I would add them to this list if I knew more about their personalities, because <laughs> I know that they're crazy and over the top and adorable, and I love that. And I learned that that show is made by the same person who directed Devil Crybaby Cry Baby, which is insane. Like I didn't know that. He worked on Devilman crybaby and then made keep your hands off um Isoken. so it's like what i feel like they're so different because i think keep your hands off Izokin is about like girls trying to make their own manga um or animation their own anime so i don't know it sounds cool i need to watch it i'm slacking i know anyway back to what i was talking about um Next up, I probably talk about her too much, so I'm not going to do a whole spiel on her, but Maki from Fire Force. So she doesn't actually get a lot of, I feel, a lot of, you know, she doesn't actually really have a backstory yet. I feel like it's coming and I also want to read the manga um, to see more of it because I'm sure that there's a lot more about her backstory somewhere and I want to know like, you know, if she's going to get some character development, if some interesting things are going to happen to her. The only thing really got to see in season one is her, like, getting the upgrades with the, uh, like, machine gun thing, hands. I don't know what they're called. With the little, with Pusu Pusu, the little, um, her little flames in them. And she's like the badass witch thing. So she's cool. Um, I've talked about Fire Force a lot in the show. So you guys should know what Fire Force is. Came out last year. I'm not gonna explain it again (laughs) um but yeah Maki of course best girl love her she she kicks but at least we got to see scenes of her literally kicking ass and it was amazing um next up is my sakurajima from rascal does not dream of bunny girl senpai basically about um this guy who goes on I mean he's just going to high school and one day he discovers that each of the girls around him has this kind of issue where um like a supernatural issue that happens to them um that is unique in to each of them ind- individually so something different and weird happens to them and he tries to figure out how to stop it or save them so like the first one with Mai she gets um she basically is walking around the library one day in a bunny girl outfit and he walks in there and he sees her and he's like Why the heck is no one else noticing that this girl is just walking around in a bunny girl outfit, like, what the heck? Um, And she tells him that no one's been able to see her, and she's been trying to get people's attention because she feels like she's disappearing from the world, because no one is recognizing her existence. So her case is the first one that he solves. Um, Yeah, and then we get to see their story, and we get to see more about Mai and the other girls that he saves along the way. But Mai deserves recognition on her own because because she does like people but she's not She's kind of standoffish a little bit but not in like a pretentious kind of way she's kind of just she doesn't she just doesn't fuck with anyone who doesn't fuck with her you know what i mean like she doesn't care <laughs> she does things her own way and um she's really she's just she's perfect I think that the reason that I like her and a lot of people like her a lot is because she's not overly affectionate. Um, and I feel like that's a common trope of like anime girls, especially ones in like romantic comedies or romantic kind of shows or harems in particular. They like to be, they like to show like the girls being super like all over the guy and um, over the top and like extra um, or the opposite, like the drastically the drastically different opposite, um, where they just are, do not, they just don't want to talk to the character at all, like a, t- a tsundere, um, but she kind of falls in between where she doesn't, she's not overly affectionate, but she still shows that she loves, like, Sakata in her own way, and it's perfect, um, even if Sakuta was not in the picture, she would be a great character just for, um, how she handles situations and how, like, mature she seems she's only what she's older than sakura i think in the series um by like a year so she's like his senpai but um she seems older than that she seems like someone who's like in her mid-20s um with the level of like maturity that she has even though she's still in high school so respect to her she can handle her own and she does the damn thing okay next up is yumiko from kakakuri is it kakakuri or is it kakakurui I still don't know how to say this right it's been it's been years (laughs) and I still haven't seen the second season cuz I am behind like mother motherfucker Um, I'm going to catch up on some anime in like two weeks when I have a break from work and school but Yumiko the reason why I feel like people love Yumiko is because she is a crazy bitch like she is not this cute little lowly girl who freaking everyone fawns over like she Is legit obsessed with gambling and she is not ashamed about it (laughs) but also she has this like this weird other side that's just like the side that she shows people is very calm and like you know collected but then when she gets into her gambling shit she is like it's intense it's a it's a it's a lot actually um again I don't why don't I explain the the plot of the show before I talk about the characters? Anyway, Kakegurui, if you don't know, is on Netflix. It's an anime about gambling, basically gambling addiction. I feel like it kind of, um, what is, what? I feel like it kind of shows, I was going to say it shows gambling addiction in a positive light, but not really because everyone in the show who gambles is literally crazy like they're batshit insane um so <laughs> it definitely does not show gambling in a positive way uh, but it does make it fun to watch it's really fun to watch them gamble the most ridiculous crazy things like their freaking lives or their freaking virginity it's like what Who? <laughs> who does this <laughs> except for crazy teenagers in anime Um, but yeah, like I said, the reason people love Yumiko is because she is ridiculous. Like, her obsession is to the extreme, and she's not ashamed about it, and I respect that. I respect her craziness. Even though it gets to a point where it's like, I think that she needs professional help. Like, she really should go to like a gambling- a gambler- a gambler's anonymous? Is that a thing? Is there a gambler's anonymous? Like an alcoholic's anonymous? I'm sure there is. What do they talk about like what if she was in a what if yumiko was in a gambler's anonymous meeting and she was just like yeah the craziest thing i did was almost shoot someone else in a basement and she's like oh and she's only 16. <laughs> i don't know that would be ridiculous um and again i haven't seen season two so i'm sure she's done crazier things but anyway let's move on <laughs> Okay, the last one from anime that I want to mention this time is Kino from Kino's Journey. Um, This one's kind of a not as well-known anime, it came out like two years ago I want to say. And it's about um, uh, this person named Kino and uh this bike named Hermes that can talk and they go on a journey together through these different countries throughout the world um just traveling around trying out different countries and seeing their different roles it's kind of very episodic and like doesn't have a main storyline really it kind of just goes per like each episode is different because they go to different countries countries in, in each episode and we get to see the different characters they meet and the different um, adventures that they have within those countries. So none, none of them really relate to the other, um, but there is like a slight backstory. <laughs> so I added Kino to this list, even though Kino, I wouldn't classify Kino as a girl because Kino doesn't identify as a girl, Kino identifies as Kino. So but I'm still adding Kino to this list because I think it's important to recognize them. So kino kicks ass kino has a freaking gun that they know how to use <laughs> and does not play like they will go into a country and just mess stuff up um and like it's funny because you know is like a little it they look like a young boy but some some of the people in the different towns call like say that like oh are you a girl and Kino's like, nah, bruh, I'm just Kino and I'm here to go in your country for a few days. Um, so leave me the fuck alone. And I respect that. Like, don't come for Kino. <laughs> they will mess you up. Hermes, the talking bike, will mess you up as well. I think I think only Kino can hear Hermes though. I don't remember. It's weird that her bike talks. I feel like that was the weirdest, most non-related thing that was in the story like why did why did Hermes talk I don't why does a bike need to talk it doesn't make any sense Um, but the seeing the different countries and how like different people live some of them were like super technology based like one of them was this giant like spaceship looking thing that just roamed around the earth like on wheels it was like a giant car full of people who all had cars in it it was crazy and then there was other ones where like people lived on the edges of volcanoes and people lived in like towns where the rules were ridiculous like people could kill each other and I like anime where like the characters are just traveling and doing the things that they want to do rather than being pushed into situations that they don't want to be in and then having to figure, figure out a way out of them because I feel like that's a lot of anime um, or they're like super goal oriented it's nice to have an anime where the protagonist is kind of like not as pressed to to do anything except like not as pressed to do anything that's super phenomenal like save the world or like end world domination they're kind of just like I want to travel to all the countries in the world at my own time leisurely and have fun and that's what Kino does except it's not always fun there's some crazy stuff that happens as well so yeah shout out to Kino and her talk and Hermes and their adventure, and respect Kino's identity. Okay, last step is um oh I'm talking way too much. For manga readers only of My Hero Academia, I'm not gonna say anything spoilerish, so don't worry. But if you t- still want to skip, because you don't want to know anything at all, you can just skip like two minutes. It's gonna be or not even two, like a minute. Okay, it's gonna be super fast. Mirko from My Hero Academia is my absolute fave. I'm so obsessed with her. I've already made her my screensaver. She kills it. Her freaking calves, man. Her thighs. Oh my god. <laughs> like, I would die just step on my face. Anyway, um step on my neck, please. She is killing it right now in the manga. Like I'm glad they're showing her so much love right now because I was waiting for her time to come. I saw her when they showed her um, uh, in that one chapter where they were showing all the pro heroes in in order, like, you know, the list of, like, you know, Endeavor being number one hero um, and things like that. So glad we're finally getting to see her. I hope nothing super bad happens to her because I hate when like, when a character get a, gets a lot of shine and then they kill them or something (laughs) which sometimes happens so that better not happen because I will probably revolt anyway love Miracle. she's great manga readers you know what I'm talking about so let's finally move on to uh, what I've been watching but before that we're gonna go on a quick break Okay, so we're back with what I've been watching. So last week I said that I was doing a quick update of what I've been watching this season, um, since it's like towards the middle slash end of the season for a lot of winter 2020 anime. So this is gonna be my second part. Last week I talked about Inspector Toilet Bound Hanako-kun, and one other one, which was Somali and the Forest Spirit. Um. And this week, I'm going to talk about ID Invaded. I'm not gonna make it super spoilery, but there might be some mild spoilers, so if you're not caught up and you wanna skip, go ahead. Um, I probably won't put a timestamp because I'm lazy. I'm so sorry, guys. But <laughs> um, skip ahead about five minutes for this section. So I'm gonna talk about ID Invaded, Haikyuu season four, and My Hero Academia season four. So first up with ID invaded, um, this show had me like shook the first three episodes. I was super hooked, um, cause I love detective stuff and I was super interested in knowing more about the main character and why he ended up where he ended up basically. And ID invaded is, you don't know, it's about, um, you know, people getting, wait, basically they send people into ID wells. Um, or id wells you know like you know the id and ego and the super id um from like psych psychology like psych 101 um this is basically that like the, they send these people inside of them it's basically like if inception was an anime but 30 times more complicated because it's more about the psyche than the dream and the subconscious um and the psyche is separate from the person, so it's it's so crazy. You really have to pay attention to um to the show in order to watch it. You can't just have it on casually and then look at it and then understand it. You literally have to be watching it the entire time to understand what's happening. Um so yeah. But since the third episode, I felt like it's been eh from there, like I think it's because it's so it tries to be so complicated that it overcomplicates itself. Um, they kind of do, an and in- recently they've been doing, like, an Inception thing where they've been diving into, they dive into the wells and then dive deeper into the another well within the well, so it's, like, three layers deep, and it's, like, that's a lot, like, like, some crazy stuff goes on, um, and there's so many connections trying to be made. We finally get to see who Kairu-chan is, um, in these past week's recent episodes, um, and like why she's always dead so that's really cool that was that's what i was waiting for like to see who it was and like if they were an actual an actual person um that probably was a spoiler (laughs) i'm so sorry um what else but yeah it's just it's so complicated that i'm sometimes i get i get lost i get a little confused um and i lose track of it i still like the main character sakaido um he's cool his backstory is cool. There was a part with him that was really sad recently about his family, um, so I respect him. Next up is Q season 4 and I'm still like an episode behind on Q season 4 because um, I always fall off because I have a whole list of like anime that I'm watching in 2020 and there's always one that I forget to watch and it's always Haiku. Um So yeah, I've, I've been trying to catch up to it, but basically it's a lot to do with just Hinata and like Kageyama like trying to really overcome their like setbacks personally and work like work better with themselves and with other people on the team. It's kind of good to see them working more with other people on the team rather than just each other because it's like, you know, they're on a team. It's not just them working together. They have to do things with other people. So i'm glad we get to see that more more interaction with the other other members of the team um this season's a lot more calmer than the previous season which is good because season three was so freaking intense like when i tell you i was on the edge of my seat shaking like waiting to see who would win that game um so this season's way calmer um just get to see them kind of deal with their struggles and how they can try to be better on their own Um, individually and also help the entire team and communicate better with the entire team like Kageyama right now is struggling um well in the episodes I just watched he was struggling with communication and like saying (laughs) things that like in a kind of in a more polite way um but he also doesn't want to be too polite so you know he's kind of going back to like that king of the court kind of thing where he's being demanding, but then Hinata comes along and he was just like, so what if he's demanding, like, if he doesn't, if he says something I don't like, then I'm not going to do it, and I'm like, boom, that's all you gotta do, (laughs) like, you gotta understand where, like, your teammates are coming from in order to, uh, work with them better, so if something, if someone knows how to do something a certain way and they continue to do it, all you have to do is, you know, find your own way to deal with that. And he's not just like I'm not gonna listen to him if he's talking shit. <laughs> like if he's if it doesn't make sense. Um but if he says something that makes sense and I'm gonna try to do it. So it's like, oh yeah, I respect them. Um shout out to Haikyuu Always doing great. They're always so cute. I love and we get to see them play an actual game together, which is fun. Um and it's not super intense, which is also great for my anxiety. So I appreciate that. Next up is My Hero Academia season four. I've talked about My Hero a lot recently because of the movie. But not about season 4 recently. Um, So right now we're on the- uh, I don't know if they're gonna- uh, oh that's an arc in the manga. So we're on the arc where they are doing the school festival, which is- people are mad that it's like they have slice of life moments in anime, but what anime doesn't have slice of life moments? I don't understand how my hero can have like 4 slice of life episodes but Naruto can have like a hundred freaking filler episodes and they're trash and people will not complain about them but they'll complain about My Hero having freaking four episodes that are from the manga. They're not even filler. Anyway, um, yeah. I mean, I understand it's not the most interesting thing to watch especially if you're there for the action but also if you watch My Hero Academia for the action, I feel like you're not doing it right, man. Like, Honestly, to me, My Hero Academia, I mainly watch it for the characters. I really like seeing the characters and the kids growing up. I really like seeing the villains, the the background story of the villains and the pro heroes. I prefer that than the actual story that's going on. So, I mean, if you're having trouble with My Hero and liking it, that may be it. Maybe you're not really invested in the characters and that makes you not care about the show, which is fine, because not everyone has to like the same shit. yeah like like i said the plot is not the driving force for the series honestly but anyway we were watching them (laughs) i digress we're watching them uh prepare for the school festival um my favorite part was when bakugo was like (laughs) of course it's about bakugo but uh when he was like they're they're deciding what to put on and they decide to do like the rock and roll or whatever festival um And everyone in the thing was like, "Well, we gotta do it for the other people because we caused them so much trouble and blah, blah, blah. And Baka goes like, fuck them, people. Like, fuck them, kids. It doesn't, like, we didn't purposely try to have the villains, you know, attack us and like do all this crap um, to ruin, like just to ruin their lives. Like we didn't plan that shit out. It just happened to us. Um, So it's not our fault. we shouldn't be doing it for them uh, we should just be doing it to have fun, and I'm like, fuck yeah, (laughs) um, always right, I'm just saying, anyway, um, so yeah, so they're gonna do their shit their way and have fun, we get to see Baco play the drums, we get to see Aerie in a cute little dress come and visit the school and see everything and eat a damn candied apple, give the baby a candied apple, god damn it, um, we get to see, uh, the new... A new kinda lesser villain, um, Gentle Criminal and La Brava. Um, who is funny. I loved <laughs> Gentle Criminal is is a really funny, like quirky um villain to have for this series. Um But yeah, it's just a cute just some cute parts. I think they're gonna since it's only like sixteen or seventeen episodes into the season, they're gonna there's gonna be more um of an actual story coming up next in the next part which i'm excited about which may or may not have something to do with Endeavor you know the new number one hero so we'll look forward to that if you care if not bye lastly let's move on to i always try to make these episodes short and they're not um anime updates so real quick let's get into it crunchyroll originals is gonna hit this spring well one of them has already started but more of them are coming. So, as we all know, Webtoons and Crunchyroll teamed up to make some more animated content with, um, various stories. We're talking about God of High School, we're talking about, um, talking about Tower of God, lots of God references in this one, <laughs> but those are both Webtoons. Um, there's also, uh, In Spectre, which I didn't know was a Crunchyroll original, but it is um is on there it's not a webtoon though so it's definitely a manga i think that they just teamed up with crunchyroll specifically to bring it to to like you know air it on their program and in the original series um they're also bringing onyx equinox which looks really cool you know, like I see brown people, and I'm just like, I need to know what this is immediately, and I'm going to watch it because it's literally a cast of all brown people, and it's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Um, it was actually about an Aztec boy who is saved from death by the gods uh, and forced to act as humanity's champion and prove humanity's potential. That's directly from the Country Role website. If you can't tell. Um, but yeah, it looks so cool. The characters are so freaking cute. I love the way they look. The f- melanin is just popping all over the place. Anyway, um, so there's that. Um, I've heard of God of High School and Tower of God on Webtoons, and Spectre is apparently an original as well. There's also one called Freak Angels, which is about psychics. Um, High Guardian Spice, which looks like, it looks like a mixture, it looks like if Cartoon Network teamed up with, like, Pretty Cure or something and made an anime. I don't know. It's very kid-looking, but it looks adorable. They're very chibi. There's also Noblesse, which is about vampires. Um, Meiji Gekken Sword and Gun, which is Japanese. Yeah, it's about a samurai and Yakuza. Um, So, you know, there's different ones. Got Manwa and Japanese originals and you know melanin popping off so i'm excited for all these new anime that are coming and these mainstream anime and like getting more webtoon comics and online comics being animated because that means more diverse characters more diverse stories we're not just going to see the same thing over and over um so yeah sounds great i love it i want to see all of it next up kaguya sama love is war season two is going to premiere on april 11th in the spring lineup of um this year spring 2020 anime which i have to make an episode about soon because they're they're coming <laughs> so i still have a month but they're coming which is exciting kaguya Love is war is so funny one of my favorites from last year for sure um and so cute they actually just won best comedy and best couple for last year so excited for what else it brings in this coming year Um, Made in Abyss, uh, the sequel movie premieres April 13th dubbed and April 15th subbed in the U.S. Um, so Made in Abyss, if you don't know, is an Amazon Prime anime that I love. Like, I raved about it on my Amazon Prime episode because it is one of my favorites. I'm definitely going to be rewatching it again for, like, the third time before it comes out in theaters and I go see it. Because this is a sequel movie and not a season two, which I wish they did. But um, I feel like a lot of production companies and anime companies are doing sequel movies instead of seasons because it's, it may be cheaper, I don't know, but also I'm sure it makes a lot more money because even though, even if they don't get like tens of millions of dollars, they probably still get a couple mil, which is probably more than what they get in anime. I feel like- I feel like they really don't make that much in anime uh, revenue, like, alone. But I'm sure they get a lot from movies because, you know, those ticket sales um, mean something. So yeah, Made in Abyss, the sequel's coming, it looks fun, I know it's going to be about that guy that basically tortured- um, oh, I can't remember his name- the little bunny- the little bunny character guy who's like, he's like a chimera, basically, he's like a kid, but he got turned into like this furry bunny thing, um, that lives in the abyss, and they set off on the adventure with, um, them, with Reg, and I can't remember the, the other girl's name, but yeah, so they're gonna be, like, confronting him, so that's gonna be really fun to see, and probably heartbreaking, and probably gonna cry again, but it's okay, because I'm excited, I've waited, like, three years for this, it came out in 2017, so yes it's it's like been time um yeah and lastly i just wanted to say the coronavirus is all over the fucking place so just it's like all over the news i don't want mean to like add to like the hysteria and i'm not really trying to um you know like i said just take care of yourselves take care of the people around you make sure that you are just taking care of your health um watching out for people with weak immune systems like children and elderly people and people who are already very sick so yeah besides that um i meant i brought this up because a lot of things in japan are closed even like the schools are closed and things like that so if there are a lot of manga delays um like manga chapter updates delays or like new anime episode delays um it's probably because of that so be patient don't like just go on a rant on Twitter about why your fave show isn't updating when people are legit trying to just be healthy and take care of their health and not die because you know people are, there's humans behind these um, the content that we are digesting so just be aware of that um, if things get pushed back it could be because of that because they're taking it really seriously right now in Japan um, to try to not continue the spread of it Um, so yeah that is it (laughs) I don't mean to end off on a dark note Um, I don't have anything to make you happy though so sorry about that Uh, if you have any characters that you love any women characters that you want to talk about and promote like shout them out on Instagram or Twitter tag me in it um, so I can like it and try to share it if for people who have been tagging me thank you sorry I haven't been getting to all of you I I am getting there. Like I'm I'm gonna promote more people (laughs) um, when I can. But I'm also also picky about who I promote. Like some people will come up to me and ask for a thing, and I might not do it. And that's just because I don't really know you. Like if I I kind of want to take the time to get to know like more about what you create. And then after I do my research, then I will post it. But if I end up not liking it. I might not post it and that's just you know that's how it is so i'm sorry anyway um that is it for today um have a good week thanks for listening on a wednesday sorry again for being late um but i'm all i i kept it going so we're good <laughs> so we're good um yeah i will see you guys next week and i hope you guys have a good week bye